welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now today, I am going to be covering a new fruit from the fruit of the Spirit, and that fruit is called gentleness or kindness. So let's go ahead and define it. Gentleness means the quality of being kind or tender or mild-mannered. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Isaiah chapter 54 verse 10, which says, For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. And again, that's Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10. Now, as you have looked at how challenging things have been these past years due to the pandemic, The one thing that always puts a smile on my face is the acts of gentleness and kindness that are displayed to just help a fellow man. As you know, people don't have to do anything for you. And sometimes it is those lack of actions that are displayed and shown sometimes more than the acts of kindness. However, when people do take the time to help someone in need, It brings just all of us to a level of reflection that each of us can offer those same acts of kindness also. The human spirit that is in us continues to teach us that it has the fruit of gentleness or kindness in us, and we should allow it to operate in that way by being open to it. If we focus our sights on others instead of all the things that we want or even desire in the world, especially if we have more than what we need already, then more people can be helped. Sometimes it can just start by asking yourself these questions. How often do you say hello to someone in passing? When someone is being rude to you, can you still show gentleness towards them? When you disagree on a subject matter with a person and the conversation gets tense, Do you actually lose your gentle demeanor while trying to prove your point? Or do you go ahead and react to it? When someone does something for you, do you show an act of kindness with a token of appreciation? Do you hold the door open for someone who may just be coming in as you are going out? Can you show gentleness to a stranger who may be hurting? As you can see, there are several ways that you can think about to show gentleness to someone. Sometimes it's just that simple act of kindness of just saying hello or even just smiling at someone that can help a person because you never know if someone needs to hear or see that. Also, it is free. It doesn't cost you anything to just be friendly to someone. 
If you can allow your actions to someone to be kind, you may give someone the push that they needed to keep going or pushing or even just striving to move forward. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 4 says, Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Let me read that again. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. And that's Proverbs 15.4. Now, as you can see from this scripture, the words that you can say can build up and tear down, just as I shared with you in chapter one from the seeds of miscommunication and misinterpretation. Please be cautious of how you speak to people. And also, please don't allow someone's appearance or title to be the guidance for you. Try your best to treat everyone with decency and respect, even the homeless person that you see on the street. You never know if God is looking to see how you treat people, regardless of what they look like. Now, one thing to keep in mind with all of the fruit of the Spirit is that when you have mastered an area with one of them, the Holy Spirit will challenge you to the next level. In looking at it with the fruit of gentleness, you may have started off with showing acts of gentleness in a less than maybe pleasant atmosphere, such as a heated debate. You may have diverted your attention to you in the beginning of how the situation made you feel. But after praying about it, the Holy Spirit wanted you to see how your actions made other people feel. What you will find is that it is not about you trying to change them to make you look good or feel better. The result will be for you to change you so that the situation won't get out of hand again. As time goes on, you will begin to see that you don't allow things to get the best of you anymore because the Holy Spirit will help you to understand that you are representing Him and not yourself. So therefore, you will need to be seen in a good light of him and not a selfish approach of yourself. Now on pages 507 through 509, I give you some scenarios to look at when dealing with situations that challenge your level of growth with gentleness. Hopefully and prayerfully, you will be able to allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life that it will challenge you to think differently on how to handle situations. The more you keep listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking into you, the more you will continue to change your character and that it resembles him more than you. You start to find yourself laying down your old nature of how you handle things, especially if it consisted of you arguing or confronting other people about things or even just judging people and it caused situations to go into a negative direction. You have now allowed yourself to surrender to his will and you will continue to follow him on what he tells you to do. At times, your new growth with yourself surprises you and sometimes even others as well because of just the milder nature that you have been displaying. It is a positive thing with you, so just continue to embrace it. And don't allow anyone to think that those new characteristics that you have displayed is a sign of weakness. Trust me, it is easy to react and fly off the handle when someone upsets you or does something to you. 
It requires skill and courage and determination and even confidence within yourself to either walk away or to react in a peaceful way in order to allow a situation to go into a positive direction when you have been wrong. However, God is smiling down on you and he is excited that you are representing him in the way that he created you to be. Stay encouraged and try not to beat yourself up if you feel like people are getting away with things that they shouldn't have. Keep in mind, everyone will have to face the judgment seat, whether on this earth or when they meet Jesus or even both. Now, on another note, I remember just growing up and our parents would want you to just represent them in a positive note when you were just not in their visibility. They didn't want you to be doing things that would cause a sense of embarrassment or even disgrace to the family name or to just kind of keep it simple. They didn't want you to be out there acting a fool. <laughs> now, some people may even still have those types of standards. And I'm not knocking the fact that you want your children to be kind and respectful and considerate to others. That's a good thing. The goal is to make sure that you are using wisdom in your actions. And more importantly, that you are allowing God to guide you. Now, James chapter 3, verse 17, and I'm going to be sharing this in the New Living Translation. It says, but the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And again, that's James chapter three, verse 17. Now, when your focus is more God-centered instead of self-centered, your approach to situations become different. It is not only about the outcome of it, but also how you go into the situation. You think it through to make sure that it ends on a positive note and not with relationships being strained. It may sound like a lot to do it, but it is worth it. You would rather put the work in than to be stressed or to just have your mind constantly thinking negative thoughts of how to handle a situation just selfishly and for it to just spiral downward. No one wins in those situations, and you know that. One thing to keep in mind is that the enemy will definitely want you to avoid being kind and gentle. You will even see the people that he has in his camp that will speak negatively about you if you react to the things calmly and peacefully. So just think about it in our society. If someone says things in a disrespectful way, and can have an abrasive authority with their presence, some people would just say that they are strong and a good leader because of how they talk, sometimes even if it is rude and disrespectful to people. However, other people would say that you can get more things accomplished if you are trying to build bridges by talking to someone with respect and gentleness. Then comes the important question to ask, what would Jesus do? How do you think Jesus would handle the situation? You have seen the gentleness and kindness that he displayed even when he was being crucified. 
Of course, I think that people would probably attack Jesus as well regarding his character and even his appearance and the people that he would be saving. Also, the humility that he would show and all of the people that he would be reaching, especially when people think that he needed to be attending other just glamorous things, especially if those things even generated money to a person or a group of people that would want him at their place or their facility. Let me add, please don't think that your relationship with God is boring. Just because you don't handle things in a hostile manner doesn't mean that you can't have fun with him. The time with him will be an enjoyable and life-changing experience. You will see areas that you have grown in and you will remember how far you actually have come to get to where you are right now. It is not just checking a box off that you accomplished some things that you actually wanted to. It really does become the relationship that you are building with him and the people that you are dealing with or even those that he has placed in front of you. As you look and see how far that you have come, you will realize that only God could have made those types of changes into you. Saying it is one thing. Doing it is another. But living it daily, living it daily becomes a necessity for him to use you as he sees fit. Hopefully and prayerfully, you will allow yourself to be used by him as you can Continue to commune with him daily as the Holy Spirit speaks to you. I know sometimes things get hard and sometimes the reaction that you may give may not always be pleasant. But try your best just to be conscious of allowing yourself to just say a kind word from time to time or not react in anger, but take a deep breath, slow your mind down. And just allow yourself to just process it and remember who you serve. You are a child of God and you want your actions to display his character. I see I am now running out of time. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.